0: Hello, goddesses. How are you? And today we have a beautiful guest, a wonderful goddess from London. She's called Linda Atrum, multi-million pound property portfolio. She's a founder of Mothers in Business. She is helping the moms around the globe get in business, confidently find their own identity. She is happily married, a proud mother of three precious diamonds and first done black belt in the martial art in taekwondo. Ooh, she <laughs> is one of a kind. So Linda incorporates the tenets of taekwondo, courtesy, integrity, perseverance, self-control, and indomitable spirit and training in her personal and business life. Oh, Goddess Linda, welcome to our show, Planet Aphrodite with Meena. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm absolutely wonderful. Thank you. And thank you so much for inviting me onto your show. Really excited.
0: I'm excited too. All the goddesses are. (laughs) So, Linda, um, it's really interesting when I read about you and we have been friends for a while now. And I was like, oh my God, this lady, I have to get her on board and get to know more about you. Because many people, when they see a success, you know, so like they say, every overnight success is 20 years of hard work. You know, many a times people don't see what has gone behind that, or what all challenges the person has faced. They just see yes. the current level of success, and they're like, "Oh, you are Bill Gates." Oh, no, Bill Gates didn't <laughs> happen overnight. You know, <laughs> so so uh, Linda, I'm sure you have a beautiful story. So uh, tell tell our uh, tell our goddesses like, how was the younger Linda? How was your journey, and what was the challenges that young girl or the young lady was facing? Oh, do you? Yes.
1: Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, the younger Linda faced many challenges and most of those challenges were faced on my own because I was a very shy person mm-hmm. and didn't really know how to express myself. And mm-hmm. at the times when I did know how to express myself, I didn't because I didn't want people to, to know about you know how I was feeling. So for me, my biggest sort of um, challenge was my confidence. Mm-hmm. And that started from when I was very, very young. And I would sit on the on the floor at home, perched on a windowsill, and I'd look through the window, looking at people walking past and look at the way that they were dressed, the way that they walked, that, you know, if they were driving, what sort of cars they were driving. And I would admire people. But in my head, I was always thinking, how how will I ever be that confident? Because as a young child... I had a lot of um, low self-esteem. I used to think that I was very ugly. I had teeth that don't look like my teeth now. And, you know, as I I describe in my book, I say that, or the book that I co-authored, I describe my teeth as going in nautical directions, north, east, south and west. (laughs) So, you know, many people compliment me now on my smile and they say how I've got a beautiful smile. But, you know, back then when I was much younger, I would not smile at all. Okay. I'd walk around with my, with my mouth closed, my head down, my eyes down and not really making much eye contact with Mm -hmm. people. And that was because I I had a lack of self belief in myself and I didn't think that I was good enough. And so that was a real major challenge for me growing up as a, as the younger, the younger Linda. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And as a result of that, you know, that made me make very poor decisions educationally because although i felt very um very shy and had a lack of confidence there was a part of me that really wanted to be very popular mm-hmm. i wanted to be liked by other people mm-hmm. and so i would um you know in school i sort of made a few wrong decisions and hang around with people that perhaps weren't um the best choices for me Um, And and as a result of that, I didn't leave school with a great level of education Mm -hmm. because I didn't focus on what I needed to focus on. I focused more on wanting to be liked and wanting to be popular rather than on my education. So that was a detriment to me that I obviously realized in my teenage years. And I then went through various processes to to overcome that.
0: Very interesting, Linda. So when would this um aha moment did it happen that epiphany happened inside or somebody said linda you have so much more why don't you do it or what was it that caused it you know that triggered it or it was an unconscious gradual process that happened Uh, how was it for you
1: yeah there were were two pivotal moments one was um when i opened my the the envelope for my certificate results um, Mm -hmm. for my education results at school. And I realized, Oh my goodness, this is like really not good. And so, you know, I wasn't proud of myself and I felt that my parents wouldn't be proud of me either Mm -hmm. because it was clear from the, the evidence of my results that I wasn't focused in on my education. So that was a pivotal point for me when I decided, you know, if I want to be successful in life, regardless of how popular I want to be, I need to have some basic level of education. So at that point, I decided to go back to education, go back into college, and to um, to redo my English and my maths qualifications because I left school without any English or maths qualifications.
0: Uh huh. Interesting. So that was
1: that was the first pivotal point for me.
0: Okay.
1: And then I decided when I was looking at like career choices, what did I want to do? And. Although I had, you know, these issues around, uh, or these challenges around, you know, thinking that I wasn't good enough, and you know, I didn't like my teeth, I wouldn't smile. Part of me wanted to be a, a beautician, mm-hmm. and I thought, okay, let's 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 try that out. And another part of me wanted to wanted, wanted to help people as well, but in a in a recruitment um, environment. Mm-hmm. So I decided out of the two, I decided to have a career in human resources management. Mm -hmm. so I went in there with my basic level of education in an admin role but my boss at the time her name was Christine she saw something in me that I don't think anybody else had seen in me and so she offered me the opportunity for even further education but in as a professional HR consultant straight manager and so that was another sort of turning point in my life that somebody Else saw something somebody outside of me saw right. something that was worth investing in me so I took that opportunity and um you know progressed my career in in human resources management but I think that the, the biggest thing for me was that at school I, I didn't feel that I had that sort of outward support from teachers I didn't hear that you know yes you're, you're doing well or you're you're good enough but when I left school and I went into the working environment, I started hearing the, those sort of things. So they, those things sort of counteracted my little voices of me telling right. myself that I wasn't good enough. Right. And I also had a, a teacher at college as well. When I went back into education that her name was Anne, Anne Kemp, I think her name was. And um, she was also very encouraging to me as well. And she steered me in terms of moving forward as well. So I suppose in answer to your question, that the pivotal point, points for me was when I left school and received my results, but also um, having those two unofficial mentors in my life that was telling me things that I'd never heard before yeah. and counteracted those little voices that I was hearing in my head.
0: Yeah. Like how how are things around you, you know, to understand the environment and how things change after your HR profile? Was there a difference or
1: well? Yeah, I mean there there was a clear difference because things around me when I was going through that particular situation, you know, I didn't I didn't openly sort of talk about it. Mm -hmm. So for people around me, they just thought that I was okay. They didn't feel they didn't know that I felt a lack of confidence or, or low self-esteem or anything like that I didn't openly sort of admit it to anyone right. I just carried on um with my life
0: and did you but, even realize yourself I'm I'm just cutting you off uh, did you even realize it yourself that this is something missing in me this is not okay or this is not normal or you just felt this is me that's where I, I'm... at
1: that time at that time I felt this is me yeah because, because that's where
0: know, yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah it felt like this is me, this is life, this is just how it is. you just right. gotta you know suck it up and and get on with it, yeah. but it yeah. wasn't until I started hearing these counteracting voices that were telling me something completely different to my what was going on in, in my head that i um I thought, oh actually you know this this feels good, this yeah. feels very different, yeah, and I prefer to be in that zone than the Run. zone that i was I was creating I was creating for myself right and so as things started to progress and I was, you know, creating a career for myself in HR, you know, developing my confidence, becoming much more social, hanging around with different types of people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, socializing, going on holiday, dating, things like that. You know, my life was on the up and it was, it was great. Right. And then um, I met my, my husband mm-hmm. and um, we were dating, you know, obviously for, for a while before we got married And um, when we got married, we decided to have children quite quickly. And how
0: old were you then, if I may ask you, when you got married?
1: I got married at 29. Okay. And I had my first child at 30. Okay. And so um, that was, you know, that was great. You know, getting married and, and starting a family early. But what I hadn't anticipated was that after having my children after you know the early years of having my children that I would start to feel that lack of confidence again
0: Mm. which was very very again came up in your life
1: yeah but in a different in a different way but it still brought me back to my younger self Mm -hmm. which was very frustrating for me because I'd worked so hard for so many years to build myself up Right. And now I'm, I'm at the Baptist happiest crew. point yeah. in, in my life. I'm married to the right. man of my dreams. I've, I'm blessed to be a mother. But I then, I'm starting to feel that lack of confidence. But this time around, it was more around my identity. Mm-hmm. Because I was constantly hearing the words, mum, mum, mum. And <laughs> for me, you know, you know, some people might not agree with this, but it is what it is. And I'm just telling the truth. It yeah. felt to me like each time I heard that word mum, Linda was disappearing because mm. I just I felt like my identity was constantly being stripped. Because having three children, you're going to be called mum a lot of times. <laughs> <you> know. <so>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, so for me, that was quite challenging. But I also felt guilty because I thought, for goodness sake, Linda, you know, you're blessed to be a mother. Like, right. so what? if they call you mum, that's what What you are. You are are a mum,
0: but you know,
1: it's just, it, for me, it it felt like my identity was being stripped away. And because I hadn't heard other mothers talk about this, about their feeling that their identity being stripped away. I thought, Oh, it's just me. You know, I never heard my mum talk about it. You know, my mum just got on with it. Yeah. So I just thought again, Linda, just get on with it. You know, it's, it is what it is. It's part of the package. Yes. Um, but it wasn't until later on I realized that, it, you know, I wasn't on my own and that lots of mothers do feel like that. But they don't. Speak they don't admit that. it. They don't right. speak about it because right. they don't want people to think that they're not good enough or that they're, they're not coping. Because, you know, as mothers, we take on this role of looking after everyone
0: right. and not
1: necessarily loving ourselves or looking after ourselves because we right. feel we have to put 110% into those around uh-huh. us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that that's what Planet Aphrodite is. You know, goddesses take care of themselves, and they pour from a filled cup, not an empty cup. You know, that's yeah, that's what happens because you keep pouring from an empty cup, and then you're frustrated, you're angry, you're mad. <laughs> yes, no
1: you get overwhelmed. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and and you're kicking yourself as well because not doing good enough because you didn't have the cup filled. How would you pour? Keep pouring, keep pouring. You know, there will be a point. Some people just do that whole life some people like it just kicks Mm. in some point in time so yeah and so then what happened so once so first thing I say is awareness you know because many people are just not aware that they have this challenge or they have this inner dialogue going on you know Linda 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 mom 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 you know so now once you got aware about it what did you do about it Linda like how did you well it
1: it took some time for me to sort of come to terms with it many many years and and other things would show up um at the same time um in terms of my my confidence as well and um it was it was my husband really that that supported me through through that process because Mm -hmm. although I wouldn't necessarily speak about it he could see that I was I was different and so I was fortunate enough to be around the right sort of circles for personal development Mm-hmm. So, rather than trying to you know deal with it on my own, okay, there were certain opportunities that he exposed me to that would help me to look at those inner voices and to help me to become much more confident so mm-hmm. it was through it was through networking and through um various processes at, at different programs that I was able to realize that you know what the challenges I was going through was about me not loving myself enough and not believing in myself even going back to you know when I was a my younger self um and feeling that I wasn't good enough but having that confidence to you know to to go get over those challenges because one of the other things that affected me was people pleasing as well
0: oh this is This is like rampant. (laughs) Yes, I I get you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and even you know, even as a younger child, I would always try to please everyone apart from myself because I felt that you know, if I pleased everyone, then people would like me. You know, but (laughs) you know, (laughs) I, I I realized you know way down the line that. You know, doesn't it help. doesn't matter. It right. really does not matter. True. You know, you can please people to the ends of the earth. They will think whatever they want to think about you regardless.
0: Right. But you know,
1: I had to go through some hard lessons before I, I realized that. And once I realized that, it it let me it was like I allowed myself to be free.
0: Yeah. Because
1: yeah. I thought it doesn't really matter what people think about me. So long as I am happy within myself and I'm, you know, I'm comfortable with the decisions that I've made. I'm comfortable with what I stand for. right? And, and I go forward with that mission or that vision, then that is all that, that matters. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, that is all that matters. And you know, yes. it's, it's easy for me to say that now, but when I'm, when I was going through that people pleasing stage, and I know people go through this every day of their lives, it's difficult to see that. Yeah. And they, they often think that the only option is to carry on pleasing others and yeah. not pleasing yourself. That's and selfish. not even, <laughs>
0: <That's> yeah, <selfish. laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. And not, and not loving yourself. And, you know, when, when we talk about you know, loving yourself and, and having that self love. It's not about, yeah, I'm loving the way I'm looking today. It's about, you know, loving your mind, your, right. your emotions, loving what yeah. you stand for and being confident yeah. in that. So it doesn't matter what anyone else says, as long as yeah. you can stand tall and know what you stand for and, and, you know, what you're here to do, who you're here to serve. That is, that is the key for me
0: wonderful linda here you know i just wanted to add something like when i see you know you accept your good bad and ugly i mean nobody is perfect you know but when we are loving to someone we are more forgiving to others but when when it comes to us we are so critical we are so ruthless and there are goddesses listening to us and they are like i i know they are in like rapt attention listening to you and can you help somebody who is struggling right now you know and can can you give them a gem of action that they can take and you know start there from progress from there you know that's that's not the end but you know they can take that one baby step and maybe that can create a miracle in their life
1: yes okay so everyone is on their own on their own journey and you know how I overcame my challenges will be very different to how you overcome yours and and your listeners as well but one of the things that I I, one of the tools that I use now because I, I use my challenges now to create a new business called Mothers in Business because I understand how mothers feel when they're trying to juggle it between the home and business life. And so all of the things that I've gone through, I use that through my experience to help others. So one of the tools that I would say is to get a, a photograph of yourself, mm-hmm. get a photograph of yourself before you were a mother or at, if you're not a mother at the time when you weren't oh, feeling goodness. the way that you're feeling now and have some nice music in the background as in like classical relaxing music, and just look at that picture, just stare at it, stare at it, stare at it. And and look at that picture and say to yourself, who is that person? What is she thinking? What is she feeling? What makes her happy? What makes her sad? What makes her proud? What does she stand for? What journeys and what journey and what challenges has she overcome? to be where she is today. And this is one of the processes that I, that I use in my mentoring and also my events as well. And by doing that, you know, we're very good at looking at the here and now, but we often don't look at the journey before us, what we've had to overcome. And when I use that process with, with my mentees, that brings up a whole host of emotions Right. but it also enables them to feel proud of where they are now the journey that they've they've taken to get to the point where they are now
0: yeah.
1: just to kind of you know make today or whatever they're going through right now not feel as as bad as it is because we need to value our journey value yeah. the the steps we've taken value yeah. the mistakes that have you know, turned us into the person that we are today. And like you said before, you know, nothing is perfect. And as mothers, you know, we just love perfection. We want to have the perfect child, the perfect home, make the perfect meal, be the perfect wife, perfect, perfect, perfect. You know, and it's just not going to happen
0: right. because,
1: you know, we can do, you know, there are lots of things we can do to, to help the balance. But yeah. we're not going to have pure perfection, and even if we do, it's just for like five minutes, and then it, you know, we're back into we're back into reality. So, um, you know that that exercise just helps helps women, helps mothers, just to reflect and think about, you know, it's not as bad as as it may it may feel right now, yeah. but also, you know, I, I don't know how many of your listeners are mothers, but um you know when they when they do that that exercise, they also take the opportunity to think about, okay, how am I inspiring my children how is how are my feelings right now inspiring my children? Am I inspiring them for good, or am I inspiring them to become negative and to have the same feelings that I'm feeling? Do I want my kids to go through these feelings that they're going through, although they may well do because it's part of life right but Am I going to inspire them to to look at other tools that can help those challenges just feel like I'm more in control
0: Mm -hmm.
1: of my emotions or do I want them to grow up feeling out of control with their emotions?
0: Wow. That was such a powerful gem, Linda. just loved it. You know, just loved it. you. Uh, You know, I think not just mother, any person who has a phase where they feel they are not up to their mark, you know, they can do this exercise and it will be really, really, very, very powerful. Amazing, Mm. Linda. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for this. This is like, I'm still, you know, chewing it and (laughs) I'm like, when do I do this exercise? (laughs) (laughs) amazing it was so powerful and uh, you know and and when a mother like you stands up and say you know I'm a I'm a mother I'm a wife and I am Linda too and you know people know me for being Linda they don't care whether I'm a wife I mean that way they are professionally related to me they love my work I love my work and you giving in your community um, so much inspiration and support and clarity. I mean, clarity is what I realized with you. You know, A lot of clarity, uh, I'm sure your mentees are given. And so all the best, Linda. Thank you so much. It was such a wonderful thing. Uh, you, you mentioned a book. Do you want to tell our listeners about that? Which book is it and where can they get it?
1: Yes, sure. So um the book is called The Mind of a Female Entrepreneur, mm-hmm. How to Succeed and Act in Business. And I co-authored this book alongside um Global Woman. So it contains stories of inspirational women from around the world. Mm-hmm. So my actual true story is contained within within that book. So it is available on Amazon and it's an Amazon bestseller.
0: Wow. And
1: for me, that was a great achievement to be able to to write a chapter in that book because like I said to you earlier in the interview, I left school with no English or maths qualifications. So to be able to be, you know, my late 40s, mother of three, business owner, and to be able to, you know, contribute to writing a book is a great achievement for me. Yeah. And it also is a legacy for, for my children. Right. And I would strongly encourage any woman out there whether you're a mother or not you know even if you're you know you think you don't want to write a story just at least write it down right. for yourself it doesn't have to be published just right. write it down for yourself as a as a legacy that you can leave for members of your family because right. we all have a unique story yes. that we can that we can share and it might just have that one little golden nugget that you might think it's not that important but somebody else might be going through exactly what you're going through and through your story, you can help to inspire and to, to empower them as well. Yes. So yeah, so the, so the book is available on, on Amazon and okay. um, for any of your, any of your listeners as a, as a special gift, I do have my chapter as an ebook.
0: Okay. So that's if great. they want so to. How, how, what will the link, can, can you tell the link or should we post it? Yeah.
1: Okay. So they need to go on to my website, which is www.mothersinbusiness.co.uk. Okay. And there is a, there's a link on there to subscribe to our page. And then we can send you, we'd be more than happy to send you a copy of our
0: First free
1: e-book, which is my story. Yeah,
0: That's so beautiful. So all the goddesses, thanks, Linda, for this. Thank you, Linda. So how can we follow you, Linda? What are your social media handles? Please share that.
1: Okay, well, I'm I'm everywhere on social media. So I'm on Facebook under my name, Linda Atram. You can also find me under Inspiring Mothers in Business on Facebook. We have a, a community there. We have a general page and also a, a community page just for mothers only. And I'm on Instagram as well under Inspiring Mothers for Business. And you can also catch me on LinkedIn under my name, Linda Atram
0: perfect so we are following you
1: (laughs) great fantastic thank
0: you so much this was wonderful thank you thank you have a great day thank you so much for your time and wisdom and wish you all the best linda of firing keep inspiring thank you
1: thanks for the opportunity thank you thank
0: you